0: we had a booking right away and i messaged him back and he was coming from florida and i just said you know we're excited to host you but you're you're arriving during this really massive event i want to say it was the us open that year maybe i don't know i said just so you know there's a huge golf and it takes over the whole area and he's like oh yeah that's why we're coming
1: Welcome to Behind the Stays, a podcast that shares the stories behind your favorite Airbnbs and the hosts who've made them memorable. Behind the Stays is brought to you by Spontaneous, a free weekly newsletter that brings you a carefully curated list of last-minute deals and upcoming steals on Airbnb. Sign up at Sponstaneous.com. I'm your host, Zach Cruz. Enjoy the show. In just a moment, you'll meet Michaela Caroza the creator and host of one of Carmel Valley's top-rated Airbnbs. Michaela had been in the market for a property in Carmel Valley for many years. She loved the diversity of beauty that the Central California coast offered, but she needed to find a place with both a main house and a second property that she could use as a rental for some supplementary income. So in 2011, when a five acre plot of land with a house and a horse barn on top of a hill became available, Michaela knew that she had to jump at this opportunity. Both properties needed a lot of work, but over the course of several years, Michaela and her partner Micah poured their blood, sweat, tears, and love into transforming the horse barn into an enchanting retreat. One they've now shared with over 300 guests from all over the world. Tune in to hear the story of how Michaela brought the rustic retreat that she calls Valley Eden Barn to life. All right, Michaela. So if I were to be invited to a happy hour with you and some of your closest of friends, and if I were to ask them to tell me about Michaela, what what do you imagine that they would say? Like how would they describe you?
0: Um, My friends would probably use words like caring and friendly and helpful and supportive um, to describe me. And they'd also tell you that I'm positive and optimistic and I really love being active. Hmm. So um, I don't really like to sit down. This is is good. I've had a full day of activity. (laughs) (laughs) Sit down. So, yeah, that's how they would describe me.
1: Those are wonderful adjectives uh, and perfect for uh, an Airbnb host who is constantly, you know, coming and cleaning places, flipping, you know, the place, making sure it's all ready to rock for your guests. I think it would be hard to do that if you prefer to, you know, just relax. Um, Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And I like to be helpful and customer service is um, something that's kind of comes naturally to me. So
1: it's funny you know that there are uh having talked to a number of of uh hosts at this particular point i the the common traits among uh, men, many of you at least are that everyone's doing a lot of things uh folks have this uh tendency to not be able to you know sit still and relax uh most people seem to you know be able to juggle like four different things all at the same right. time and it's just impressive it's impressive so Props to you yeah. all. <laughs> all
0: right. Giggers. Yeah. Thanks.
1: <laughs> so I want to kick off this conversation by hearing a little bit about the very first time you stayed in an Airbnb. Where did you go? What was the experience like? And is there anything particular, particularly like memorable that um, comes to mind when you think about that first day?
0: sure i actually had to go back and check my trip history to to remember what my first airbnb was which was kind of fun and i had always in the past um, i had rented vacation rentals in the past before airbnb however after my first experience with airbnb i realized looking this up that i have not rented outside of airbnb since then so it was november in 2016 and it was a trip I took with my son and daughter. So five years ago, they would have been like 19 and 23 or something like that to a music festival. Huh. And no, well, maybe maybe they were a little younger than that. Anyways, <laughs> 2016, five years ago, my son was probably 19 and she was probably more like 16. But we went to Los Angeles. We had a, and a friend came and we had this really great three bedroom, two bath. We had a porch. I had no interest in this music festival, but I was kind (laughs) of, you know, just hanging out. So it was a really nice space for me. Um, We were close to public transportation. Um, So yeah, it was just great. And what struck me as opposed to some of the, you know, in my past experiences is I'm a really huge fan of the platform and the app. I have a background in tech and I just love it. Huh. As a traveler and as a host, it, it just, so you can find everything you need to know. I'm also a librarian. So it's like, I'm all about like giving people information. Now, if they can't find it, they can also reach out to me. But yeah, that's what I really love about Airbnb. So I found that place. And then I realized like every trip I would just start with the Airbnb and just be like, okay, where are we going to stay? Yeah. and then of course got a dream for my own yes
1: of course and uh we'll dive into that story in just a second um couple couple follow-up questions there though um so you said you said you had you know rented homes on other platforms before maybe you you know rented Mm -hmm. rented homes directly with folks was there anything um like particularly noticeable You, you mentioned the app which is which you know Definitely stands mm-hmm. out um, in in the sea of short term rental apps. But in terms of anything else about sort of the, the experience, especially with the hosts, were there were they more were, were they more dynamic? Was there uh, was the interaction at all with the actual property owner, the host, different with fo- with the homes listed on Airbnb's and homes listed on other platforms, or not particularly?
0: Well. Bef- before, and this is going way back, I lived on the East Coast, and um, I would directly rent from property managers down on the Cape, and it's always, you know, seven-day yeah. rentals. You don't have any interaction with the host at all, except for being nosy, in the property, if they use it personally, you can <laughs> sometimes get it. So, yeah... And then once Verbo kind of started to happen, and I know it used to be VRBO, but they're Verbo now, um, I sort of switched to that to get my summer when I lived on the East Coast. So um, yeah, it's a whole new, even the first one we did, I realized they had in LA, they had, these hosts had multiple properties, hmm. but they were, there was some, I'll never forget them, the picture of them, they were circus. They were, from the Ukraine or something. And they were in the circus. So I don't know if they were actually the owners or if they were just hosts and it was one of their gigs, but they had all the auto messages set up like back in the day. They were, they had mastered it. And I felt like really taken care of by them. You know, even though we weren't, Like connecting at the same moment, you know, like if I through the work that they had done using the app and through their messages and through just checking in right after, you know, making sure that we got checked in and the parking and the garage and the key and all of this, it just was, yeah, it was great. So it was nothing like what I had experienced with, even though there were nice places we rented. Cape Cod and we had a house which was much preferable to a hotel I never really was a fan of hotels so
1: yeah it has to
0: be a special occasion for
1: me to rent a hotel (laughs) what's so so funny about that is you know especially in the world that we're living in right now where life's become a little bit more flexible for many people works become a lot more flexible for many people this idea too that you can kind of work from anywhere has really sort of propelled this idea that you can, you know, go and rent a place for a week. And that place better have like a, you know, place for you to work. It's got to have a kitchen. Like no right. one, no one thinks about going and, you know, doing digital nomad adventures or escapades from from a hotel room—it's just not from a Marriott, feasible. right? From a Marriott, yeah, it's just not feasible. <laughs> right. in the same way. Whereas, like five, ten years ago, like folks, you know, would would think it was unbelievably weird to stay in somebody else's home, and it's just so funny right. how like quickly things right. have changed.
0: It, it's it's really fun. It's fun to be alive right now. Really, that's my optimistic um, personality. Even though a lot of people would say, "What? This is this is crazy times," but I try to look at the the, the glass half full.
1: Yes, so
0: there's innovation happening, and it's really neat,
1: unlike ever before. I mean, it's it is for, for all it the is, challenges. It is exciting.
0: Have, yeah, you have more freedom and sovereignty. Mm. to create the life that you want. So that's what I'm, you know, what I love about it. Cause it's not only for me, it's also for the people I'm hosting. It's like this mutual, (laughs) mutually uh, beneficial and
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm going off on a tangent. No, I like it. I like
1: it. It's, 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 (laughs) it's wonderful. So my mm-hmm. wife and I have spent the last year hopping around to new Airbnbs every couple of weeks. And we okay. when we arrived in California, we, we were driving from... So we, we left Washington, D.C. like January mm-hmm. 4th of uh, this past year. So January 4th, 2021. And we took probably about three and a half, four weeks to get to San Diego, Southern California at first. Uh, and we had yeah. intended to be there for only like a couple of weeks, but we ended up staying there in, in, in California for almost three months. We just like fell in love with it. Right. As, as everyone and it's does. Huge. And it's huge. <laughs> so there's a lot to see. And we, right. we never made it up to uh, Carmel Valley, but we did stay in Cardiff for a couple of weeks. And a bunch of the people in, that we sort of met in, uh, in the area sort of uh, uh, let us know that there was this. i I don't know if it was tension or uh a little bit of like disagreement between the those who lived in cardiff and those who lived with in carmel about which place was nicer and why um and i'm just curious (laughs) like can you describe what you love most about carmel valley and for, for our listeners just spend a little bit of time talking about the the area and and what makes it special and unique
0: Absolutely. And so I first have to say that your adventures sound really wonderful and good for you and your wife for living and doing that. That's amazing. Um, I this is how huge California is. And I've lived here my most of my life. I hadn't even heard of Cardiff by the sea. Isn't that hilarious (laughs) down in San Diego? It looks really pretty from what I can see. I had to look it up. Um, we are probably a seven hour drive north of them so we're going to have at, while the beaches look equally spectacular we're going to have that cooler weather mm. you're not going to be able to jump in the ocean without a wetsuit so that's probably where they're they're kind of coming from from that however carmel valley which is about 13 miles east of carmel by the sea is a magical place. Um, it's really rural. There's a huge um, up and coming wine um, region. Mm. So our little village is filled with tasting rooms and really unique and awesome um, c- cuisine. Um, there's a whole wildlife. I mean, it, it, my property, for example, is built in 1969 and there's really nothing around it but as i said you're 13 miles inland from carmel by the sea so you 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 can spend this quiet peaceful um time in the valley and it's also quite warm and sunny Hmm. and there's phenomenal hiking but then you're in proximity to carmel by the sea pebble beach Um, The Monterey Bay Aquarium, Mm. Big Sur, Point Lobos, Laguna Seca Raceway, Monterey Jazz Festival. I mean, it goes on and on. Car shows, uh, Big Sur Food and Wine Festival. So we are, our whole economy is based on tourism. There's really nothing. And I, like I said, I'm a lifelong and my partner, Micah. um, So that's really, that's what you know, there's something for everyone here. And Carmel Valley is just this, it's it's kind of a hidden secret, um, although based on how busy we've been, I guess the word's getting out um, because you can visit the region and um, and you can just kind of tuck into this really sweet, quiet, peaceful place, and then, you know, have your adventures um, all within 20, 30 minutes. (laughs)
1: So that's what's great. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that that just sounds wonderful. And I'm like, I'm, it's cold. I'm, I'm in Washington DC right now and it's cold and I'm freezing and I'm, you know, recording this from like a bedroom closet right now. Um, and I'm still cold and I've got like, you know, sweats on. And so the idea of being out there right now sounds absolutely amazing.
0: Yeah. It's a beautiful day today.
1: <laughs> I like, can just see the sun pouring into, Oh, I'm jealous, yeah. but yes. I, I'm curious.
0: If there <laughs> is, yeah,
1: oh, that's the life. That's the life. Yeah. Is there, sure like, is. is there a, uh, like who comes, who comes to this area? Like what kind of traveler is it? A bunch of you know families is it mostly sort of like couples like is there sort of like a obviously california is vacation land in many ways Mm -hmm. right and depending on kind Mm -hmm. of where you are you've got wine country up north you've got you know all that disneyland has to offer in uh, southern california and more so like who who like vacations here and and what like kind of tourism does carmel typically attract
0: Sure, so um, everyone comes (laughs) here. So um, in terms of geographically, because I work in a library in the city of Carmel, I have full um, sort of visibility to, because the tourists come into the library, they want to use the bathroom, the Wi-Fi, print out their boarding pass, et cetera. So we have, you know, worldwide tourism. But um, in terms of the you're going to have a mix. That's what I'm excited about. Airbnb is to give it, um, traditionally you've had a more affluent traveler. Mm. I also worked for the Monterey County vacation and visitors bureau. So, um, I have some you know, insight to that because they do all sorts of surveys. So the affluent traveler coming to the car shows to play golf, to buy art in Carmel and to eat fine food and et cetera. And then... Um You've got a lot of honeymooners and lovers and people spending an anniversary or a birthday because there's just a lot of beauty and dining and romance and long walks on the beach and um fires on, the you know, you can build a fire on the beach. Although the residents of Carmel are trying to get that banned, which mm. because the smoke <laughs> yeah, issue. Yeah. Oh, but anyways, there's just that. Um, and families want to come to the aquarium and to the beach and fisherman's wharf and that kind of thing. Um, what I would say is the greatest largest growing sector are these folks who are doing what you and your wife are doing. Um, and we have a lot of camping opportunities throughout our, um, our county and also people who are doing, you know, maybe road trips and mm. van and um, they're looking for a yurt and then they want a campsite and then they want an Airbnb. So that's kind of like this burgeoning um, sector. And we see, a, we see a fair amount. I've got a lot of honeymooners in my spot, but we see um, folks doing that too. Yeah. So it really is Anyone and everyone from all ages, <laughs> is there something for everyone? I'm not just saying that because um, I've lived here all my life. It it's really true, and most of my family wouldn't have you know a livelihood if it weren't for the tourism economy. So yeah. uh, hospitality is one of the bigger biggest employers yeah in the in the area
1: so well look at that yeah it's funny you say that I um I was actually born and raised in Hawaii on the island of Oahu Mm -hmm. and you know tourism is tourism is everything there as well so So I I know what that's like you know and everyone of course the locals always you always have a love-hate relationship with with tourists but when you know 90% of uh the economy in, in in the state of Hawaii is dependent on tourism you 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 need tourists so
0: yeah and you have to work together
1: yes absolutely. <laughs> and absolutely together
0: for the common good yeah
1: all right so take us back to the moment when you first considered starting your own Airbnb so what were the events that led up to this decision and uh just take us back to the beginning and you know bring us up to date uh what's happened where the idea come from and what have you learned along the way
0: sure absolutely um i bought this property in 2011 and i was recently A divorced and the house needed a ton of work so it was this house and this barn (laughs) that had been converted at one point to be living space but it was hardly um, anything you'd want to live in really or even stay in for sure as a vacation rental. So um, for the first six years, as I tried to tackle everything that was needing fixing up um, the, the land was magnificent for that's what kind of sold my daughter and I. Um, it's five acres at the top of a hill at the end of the road. And the barn is entirely separate. It actually has the horse had the best view in the whole place. Mm. When there was a horse up there, which I guess was only a short amount of time, but, um, so it's, it's above the main house on its own site and has a beautiful, beautiful 360 degree views. So when I saw that, I always thought, wow, that's just like a little love shack. Um, what, you know, um, but for, it was six years, um, between the time I purchased it and I started hosting. So I had my nephew in there, And we had a couple of other people who were all on board to like help us out and work and then like kind of have housing. So we did that. We thought that would make it easier. And I say we, um, once I bought the property, um, not long after my partner, who was a friend of my sister and I, um, started dating and then (laughs) I think it was like our second date. I'm like, can you come up and look at my place? Because he's in construction. Okay. And his whole life. And oh boy, I think sometimes he wishes he would have said no. Said no. To that. But he showed up, and he has not left, and he is amazing. And um, basically, I got the vision, and then he executed it, and then he put me to work because it was it's expensive labor is expensive so we had that exciting experience of working together (laughs) on a construction project so yeah that's how how it happened
1: how did you guys like divide and conquer like was he did he did you guys like take different rooms different sort of like uh you know (laughs) uh, regions like how how did how did you all decide who was going to do what
0: um he I have to say, he did the majority of the work, especially in the beginning, and we had the tenants, and I was working in the library. My daughter was younger, so he literally, he took it down almost to studs, so like, again, the person's, it's such a small, it's 500 square feet, and there's a loft, which we do not permit guests up there, and we don't have a ladder, but at the time, we had my the people would sleep sleeping in the loft and they took it side by side. They took it down to the studs and rebuilt it. Um, so it's really, even though it has its original footprint and, and some orig- original opening where the horse went in and out, but that's like how it's part of the porch now, but Yeah, so he did that, and then he'd give me assignments that I was capable of, like, you're going to prime all this, or you're going to, you know, a lot of painting, priming, cleaning, but I did help with some of the flooring, and then when we did the kitchen, which was just this past year, um, I'm getting good, so I could, yeah, get, we did another floor, and I finished all the cabinets, and so yeah, it's just you know, it's nothing but hard work. And if you if you have someone who knows what they're doing and you can work hard, you, you can you can do a lot. So and we're still together, which is
1: amazing. I mean, hey, amazing. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully that just yeah. that gives you even more confidence. Sometimes we thought, ah,
0: oh, <laughs> yeah, right. So yeah, that was how it just I needed the income. That was probably the first thing I should have said, you know, I really needed the income to carry this place and all the work it needs. And so, um, and I, yeah, the full time tenant wasn't, wasn't, wasn't really what I had in mind. And also this is, this is, you know, brings me a a better income than a full-time tenant, but it also allows me to share it with my family or just shut it down if I want to go out of town or something. So,
1: so what was, what was the first like listing process? Like, so you get the place. I know that the kitchen was just recently renovated, but the very first time you posted it on Airbnb, like, were you shocked when the first like guest booked? Like, what, what was that experience like? Like, and and how did do, how did I guess the way that you prepared for that initial guest compare to you know what you've learned about how you host now?
0: Sure, that's a great question. Um, we had set ourselves a deadline of in two thousand seventeen. We wanted to be hosting in time for it's the most popular golf event here. It's the AT and T National Pro Am. So, um, but we were really behind and, um, so we put it up, we got it up within only a week. So I just sort of figured, well, we probably won't get someone that's kind of short notice. And after we put up the listing that had my, you know, cell phone camera photos and looking back, it was, you know, very humble. And yeah, we had a booking right away. And, um, I messaged him back and he was coming from Florida and I just said, you know, we're excited to host you, but you're, you're arriving during this really massive event. I want to say it was the U S open that year, maybe, I don't know the anniversary, but maybe I'm getting confused, but it was, I said, you know, there's a huge golf, just so you know, there's a huge golf and it takes over the whole area. And he's like, Oh yeah, that's why we're coming.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like I
0: just wanted to make sure he realized like all the restaurants are going to be booked, you know, with the short notice. And he was probably excited to find a place. So yeah, that was like, we hit the ground running and literally I haven't had a vacant weekend ever since wow. unless I, Blocked it off myself, and the way I prepare now, well, it's just it is really the same because I, you know, my first job in high school, believe it or not, I was a a housekeeper for one of the many bed and breakfasts here in the area, and I always loved making up the rooms. My sister and I did it together, and so. All of that part of it, it's like a joy. I know I'm one of those people. <laughs> I love making things clean and ready. And so people walk in and just having all the windows open and everything. But how it's changed since we first started is I'm really um, really utilizing all the tools that are provided Um online they keep adding things and then we just keep improving the property so we added air conditioning this year unfortunately the heat and global warming just seems like it's it didn't used to be so so hot but um so we did that and we redid the kitchen and and um just upgraded all the bedding and furnishings over this whole shutdown. Cause we had to, we had to stop posting for amount of time. Yeah. It was a shelter in place, which made sense to us, even though it's separate from our home, we, we, you know, that was, that was a no brainer for us. So we took the opportunity. So that's how I feel like it's different. It's just like, she's had her coming out party um, <laughs> this <laughs> spring. We We got new pictures and we, yeah sort of put ourselves back out back in business
1: so where did the name come from so valley eden
0: valley eden
1: where Good. what's the story behind mm-hmm. valley eden bar
0: so because we are carmel valley everyone here locally refers to this as the valley they don't say really you know yeah if you're, you just say the valley, and yeah. you know that that's called valley, just whereas if you were in Southern California, the valley means, I think, San Fernando Valley. Um, so, And it's much smaller than <laughs> Southern California. So, um, And my nephew, he has a band that's called Valley Soul, and he was living there at the time and practicing with his band. And um, Eden, of course, is just because it's so beautiful and um, sort of um, magical. We have quite a lot of reaction from people to just kind of the place, not the physical barn as much as like the land first. And they're just like, oh. So, yeah, I kind of (laughs) took the two and called it Valley Eden because it's just paradise up here. And then we're in the valley. So that's where it
1: came from. Beautiful, I love it. Um, so yeah. I, I have to ask because you know I think at this juncture of everyone that I've had on the show, I think you have the uh, greatest number of reviews. So you've got you know over oh. over three hundred reviews, and you've you know yeah. maintained this four point nine 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 star rating. And you know that's that's a hard thing to do, um, especially these days yeah. where you know people there are a ton of inventory right there are lots and lots and lots of options i don't know about your immediate area but just in general and so um it's becoming harder for hosts to maintain that that status so i'm curious like what what do you think and i think you're hinting at a little bit with like the space here the the surroundings but what, yeah. what do you think is, is so special about the place? And, you know, what's, what's your favorite aspect or, or feature of, of the barn or the home? Like what, what, mm-hmm. give, what makes you most excited when you walk into the space or when you approach the space, et cetera?
0: Okay. Yeah. It, and, and it's like, I always look at it from the point of view of how would I want it for myself? So, um, I, I feel like that has a lot to do with the great reviews and we love those reviews. We have a book in the barn that whenever I'm having a bad day, I can just go in and read some of our guests, beautiful notes and works of art, even that they've left drawings and pictures of themselves. So, um, so there definitely is something to the vibration, um, but it's very, very sweet and charming and um, just sort of uplifting. And it, everywhere you look, there is a beautiful view and just has everything you would need. That's what people say the most. We loved all the little touches. It has everything you need. Mm. Well, I guess that means a q-tip if you need a q-tip or um some filtered water if you're thirsty a cozy blanket i mean it's just simple things but um yes uh it just feels great mm. <laughs> up there and you just go ah we had a mother of the bride once and um who just left us a gift i think and she and these photos of she and her husband and she just said that it's something you know that completely allowed them to enjoy their son's wedding in a way they wouldn't have because they just had this sanctuary to come back to so um that's just nothing's better feedback than something like that so i agree that's how it is someday i plan to live up there actually it's my retirement dream wow <laughs> but that's a long way away so we'll be hosting for
1: a while hopefully so you you keep talking about um you know over there up there uh the barn being yeah, sort of a, a, yeah. a ways away from it's where you up, are
0: above me yeah okay okay
1: and so talk to us about you said it's on 5 acres of land like what mm-hmm. is what does the, the terrain look like like based off of some reviews it sounds like there's a uh, fair amount of wildlife around so can you just talk yeah. to us a little bit about sort of like the, the the surroundings
0: sure and what's so cool is we're just a feet literally like a mile and a half from what is referred to as Carmel Valley Village which has gas and groceries and wine tasting rooms and you know restaurants and everything but um we are way up um on a sloped all cuz it's a valley so you have Carmel Valley Road which runs from east to west and then um north and south are all the neighborhoods so i'm in one of the south neighborhoods so that means i'm way up on a hill and i have beautiful light and it's oak trees and um filled with wildlife because it was only even developed just in the 60s so Mm. Um, we've got deer and we see rabbits and we had a guest who had a tarantula recently, um, (laughs) rattlesnake, bobcats, magnificent birds, especially with our, we're elevation just over a thousand feet. Um, so a lot of times when I'm sitting on my deck, which is, um, the barn again sits because of it's a, a sloped property, um, you drive past my main house and then you continue up above to the private site where the barn is. And so it's like being a little bit in a tree house because there are so many birds flying around. Um, and it is, it's just being in nature, but you're convenient just You can't, well, you could walk. I've had some guests walk, but then they have to walk back up, but it's just a really short ride down into the village to get whatever you need. And then hiking at our beautiful Garland regional park, which is also just right down at the bottom, what we'd say the bottom of the hill into the Valley is um, just minutes away. And there's over 4,000 acres of hiking anything from a waterfall trail to redwoods to just a flat zone to take your dog, they've got it. So it's really nice. We've got a, we've got access to everything. Yeah. And it's, it's very lots of nature.
1: Yeah. No, that's what it looks like from the photos too. I mean, it just looks like Mm -hmm. this, you know, it it really does look like this, like retreat this, this serene getaway.
0: Yes. Yes. I agree. (laughs)
1: So I have a, a couple final questions for you. One is just sure. around being an Airbnb host. So, you know, you've got 300 plus reviews. You've been at this for a few years now. Um, I imagine like it's, you know, uh, hard at times and uh, challenging at times. Again, you have great reviews, which means people are you're doing something right. People people love what what you have to offer. But do you ever consider just like throwing in the towel and pulling your property off the platform? Like, uh, talk to Mm -hmm. us about like, what, whether or not you ever encounter uh, a challenge you've, you've ever encountered a challenge that's made you want to kind of give up. And then, you know, what, what keeps you going when, uh, that temptation might creep in?
0: Sure. Um, So far, it has been just an incredibly positive experience. Um, And even the couple experiences that were a little less than positive were nothing that made me want to stop hosting. Um, I think that one of the big factors of that is that we live right on site. And even though it's very private for the guest, we are right there. Um I have I really only like to host to two people. It's a small place. Um and and one vehicle. So just keeping kind of the the house rules in that way, the people that are up here they want to just be alone together. Yeah. There's just never been we've made so many great friends, so to speak. I have all these places that I'm looking forward to visiting cuz quite a few people have been hosts that have been guests. So we've met people that host, you know, for example, in Australia. So we want to visit them. Um, so, yeah, no, I, the only time I'd probably pull it off is if I, you know, wanted to to travel and take a break, which is what's so great about hosting. You make your own schedule. The hardest part is being available um, because I host so much, really as much as I can. Um, you know, sometimes... Uh, I, you know, it just feels like I, well, I gotta, gotta be available. But so far, um, and because I have a partner, it's, it's just been great. Yeah. Really fabulous. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: That's awesome. Have you, have you, you mentioned, uh, possibly going and visiting some of the people that have stayed with you in, in their places? Yeah. Like, have you, uh, do you have any friends that you've like made through this process? Like, are there any people you that are like repeat guests or people that you, you know, staying in touch with or not so much.
0: Sure. Well, um, we have had, yes, repeat guests. I think three is our top. Um, yeah, we had someone who stayed with us three times and lots of people who have come back and they're people who live here in California. So it's nice. They can drive. Um, and I, I consider, yeah, most of them, you know, you have enough of an interaction, even if you don't meet face to face that, you you get a sense and the people who are friendly and ask questions and stuff you do develop. But I would say, um, I made a friend, I stayed in an Airbnb in Switzerland and she happened to be the host from this area. So that was, she kind of was like back and forth. So that turned out really cool. Wow. Although she, I didn't host her, but I met her and she happened to, she so was like, well, we spend half our time in Carmel. And so that was, that was like, can't wait to go back to her place in Switzerland. Oh my goodness. So beautiful. I mean, what's
1: what's incredible about it too, is like, you know, you're, you're inviting people into a very intimate space. It's like, you know, it's, it's Mm -hmm. a space that you've invested a lot of time and energy and effort and love into. Mm -hmm. And then you're physically there just to, you know, a little bit away and, you know, you're bringing people Mm -hmm. up to, up to the mountain so to speak right like up to the hill and and you know that's that in and of itself is a very special sort of like encounter and moment um so i'm sure i'm sure you know being able to share that with others is is a is a you know a gift but also knowing that they enjoyed it and knowing that they had an experience must just reinforce you know your own love for the place
0: it absolutely does, especially when you've done the work yourself. And I, I'm looking at my my note. I haven't mentioned, and this is what really brings a lot of our guests, is that we are we are not off-grid, but we're entirely powered by solar. Wow. Um, which is on-grid solar. And we're collecting rainwater. And we really focused on reclaimed materials and all eco-friendly products for the paint and all of that kind of stuff. So people who are... Um, that that matters to. Uh, we've had a lot of really, and that's my partner's really big passion too. And so he loves talking to people about sustainability and all of that kind of stuff. So I wanted to make sure that oh, I yeah. <laughs> didn't uh, didn't miss that aspect of it um, because a lot of people really that matters to them and, and just down even to the cleaning products I use too. So, yeah. No, that's (laughs) wonderful.
1: And yeah, thank you. Thank you for bringing that up. That's a big deal. And you know, it's especially important just even thinking about like where the place is located, right. Um, Mm -hmm. In, in, you know, an area that has definitely had its fair share of hardship with all things global warming. And so, uh, you know, even more so the, the importance of thinking about crafting a space that is sustainable in its own right um, or as close mm-hmm. to it as yeah. possible. So Definitely. my my last question uh, for you, Michaela, is mm-hmm. one that I love to ask everyone that comes on the show, which is, do you ever think of starting uh, another Airbnb? And if you could do so anywhere, where do you imagine you might start another one? Uh, and what do you imagine that that space might feel like?
0: okay well i have considered another airbnb but um it would actually be this house that i'm in now um my primary residence i at my age and stage and place in life n- not quite having um the adventurousness adventurousness to go somewhere um but this home that um i currently uh live in and i, I have a daughter you know who's going to be moving on to College and soon um, is way more space than we would need. So I have considered it. It's a really neat house. It needs a lot of work, but it has three bedrooms, three baths, a really huge, beautiful, great room, and like 2,000 square feet of deck. Wow. And I envision that it would be families, but also couples. The way that it's laid out with the three like three and three, um, you know, friends, yeah. bachelorette, I don't know. So if I that that that's something I've thought about for sure.
1: Well so. we'll have then
0: to then I can yeah, when yeah. I'm hosting in the bigger house. So yeah, we've talked about it even.
1: That's exciting. That's exciting. Well I'll have to circle back with you to to see what comes yeah. uh, from that. But, um, hey, thank you so yeah. much for coming sure, on and a- sharing your story. And, you know, for, for all of our listeners, we'll have links to Michaela's place below. You can just scroll down, Thanks. view her <laughs> website, view the place. It looks, I have not been able to stay there yet, but I hope that we will be able to do so soon. It looks so beautiful, so magical. Yep. Um, so thank you for, you know, all the, all the work that you've done to bring it to life and thank Micah for us as yeah. well. Um, I will. but, um, thanks for, thanks for coming on.
0: Thank you. It's really been fun. I really enjoyed talking to you. You have a great rest of the week. Happy Thanksgiving. Thank
1: you. Same to you. Right. Take care. Okay. That was kind of weird, but, um, we're going to roll with it. Subscribe. Um, and thanks in advance. All right, everyone. See you next time.